What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome again to the Opinionated Brother Podcast. And this is no episode. This is the after dark. In the whip solo, hey, no one's gotta know, no one's gotta know. Welcome everybody to the After Dark After Hours show with your boy Devontae, episode 20. Listen, 20 episodes of this thing, man, I can't believe it. That was real shit, I really can't believe that we doing 20 episodes already. This is episode 20 in the back of the After Dark show. Wow, Cordell, you see your baby just blossoming like this? This is crazy, you understand what I'm saying? Because listen... This wasn't my idea. Like, I credit people for their ideas. You understand what I'm saying? Um, and this was his idea. He brought it to the table. And 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 just look at this idea just flourishing and 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 just being beautiful. You know, he hasn't been here in a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know you're gonna listen to this and be like this nigga. <laughs> but I love him all the same. Um he's He's such a contributor to to the podcast behind the scenes that y'all don't even know. So it don't it don't even matter. He know he knows it's all love and everything. But listen, um, today's show, I, I I have some things to get off my chest. I said that on my Instagram. Um, due to the well, first of all, due to the fact that um, I missed, I kind of like didn't recap the way I wanted to recap on my show because I was just. Super excited. Listen, I'm always excited to talk to y'all. You understand what I'm saying? I'm always excited to come and do my job. Really, it's really not a job. It's really just like a hobby. You know, but when your hobby is your job, it, it just makes it so much comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I get anxious. My anxiety gets gets rampant when I get on, on the mic and everything. So I get, I get, I get, I get rowdy. I get excited. I get, and I have to calm myself down sometimes. I'm like, oh, it's hot. Relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. But, um, recapping, hold on, y'all, excuse me, recapping, um, my homecoming experience, uh, over the past, over the past break, or I'm sorry, over this past weekend, I meant to dive into this conversation that I had at homecoming because it really reminded me why I don't fuck with people professionally, right? Why some friends don't need to be in my circle when it comes to building my brand, my podcast, my blog, everything that does that deals with Tyronza Hicks and company and THC. That day was the day that I saw like, yo, that's you wow you know what i'm saying so um if y'all remember before the after dark show was even a thing right i was um in april um i was supposed to have a person come on the show right and this person um for me right how i felt right and it's just me i felt very close to this person very um just like a, like a little bro type thing, you know what I'm saying? And I was super excited for him to come on the podcast because we could just have conversations and just talk like we, you know, like we normally do, you know what I'm saying? So um, he's posting on his Instagram that he's coming. I'm posting on mine, you know. Um, we're really saving it for a surprise, you know what I'm saying? So sorry, y'all, the blunt keep going up, my bad. Hold on. So 
we get to the weekend, right? Weekend of the of the uh, of the episode, and literally he hits me. He hits me back, um, I, and I believe I told the story in the burnt in the first burnt bridges episode. Um, <clears throat> he hit me, and he was like, "Yeah, so I'm not going to be able to come because I'm in Detroit." Right. And watching your and then watching his snaps and other people's snaps, it was just so ironic how you made a, a, a um, an abrupt trip to Detroit and you didn't come here. OK, cool. Did the Burn Bridges episode. Water on the bridge. Right. Fine. You, you, you definitely not working with me no more or not working with me or collaborating. Cool. See him at homecoming. Right. Like I said. Ain't no ill will, ain't no bad blood. I just know on a professional tip, I'm just not fucking with you, right? So he sees me, and I see him, and we, you know, hug and everything. And he's like, what up, bro? And he's drunk as hell. Of course, it's homecoming. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he's drunk, and he comes over. He's like, hey, bro, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, how's life and everything? And he's like, like, you know, it's good. And he was like, you know, I'm so sorry for not coming on THC and everything like that. You know, and I told him, I was like, yeah, you know you fucked up. Like, it's, it's, I, I'm not going to sit here and... I think people look for a... When, when, when people sit here and say, I'm sorry to me, when they fuck up professionally with me, I feel like people want me to sit here and say, like, yo, you can come back. No. Like, and maybe that's just me as, as somebody who needs to work on, you know, not burning bridges so, or not, you know cutting the tie off so damn quick however like i've said before um if i cover all my bases communication wise making sure that my show is together making sure like i have to plan out a whole show you understand what i'm saying and for me it doesn't take long but it's still time consuming you understand what i'm saying that means i have to reach out to you if i want you to come on a podcast i want i have to reach out to you Make sure that you're confirmed because a lot of you motherfuckers do not sit here and y'all say yes. And then miraculously, more fucking miraculously, something comes up last minute. And here's the thing. I don't do last minute. Like, I don't like that, especially when it comes to my show. I record my main podcast on Sundays. And I record my After Dark today on Wednesday, which is Wednesday, which is today at 612. You understand what I'm saying? So if I cover my communication basis, no, you're not getting a seat at this particular table. Now you can this train you can shut the fuck up. Now you can go to any other podcast and they can probably have you, you know, let you get away with that. But not here at the Opinionator Brother. So when I saw him, it was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it was just above me, you know what I'm saying, it was above me, but I definitely want to come back on the podcast, and I said, oh, okay, like, I don't believe you, you know what I'm saying, like, and that's not just for him, I just don't believe people, and what that made me understand, for real, for real, is that for one, people who say they fuck with you and support you, for real, right, will smile in your face. And that was just a reminder for me. You understand what I'm saying? That was just a reminder for me. That literally was, a, I was sitting at my desk like, damn. It's really niggas that I used to, like my, 
when I tell you a lot of my a lot of the people that I used to fuck with, I don't fuck with no more. It's it's real. It's it's really real. I have my core group of friends, and that's it. That is it. If I know you and I'm cool with you, I have no beef, no problems. You understand what I'm saying? Everybody that has come on the podcast literally have has done the communication thing. I don't get why communicating and sitting here actually holding your fucking word, right? Y'all men and women, you understand what I'm saying? Holding your fucking nuts and your pussies and shit like that, holding your word together is is being grown up. But why every time at the last minute something, you know what I'm saying? And it's not even the same. It is not even to say like you have an emergency. Like if you got an emergency, like an emergency, like your mom, your dad, or somebody in your family or a close friend is having like a near death or something is going on. Trust me, I absolutely. But if you sit here and you hit me last minute on some bullshit, which I've gotten a hundred percent bullshit. I'll give y'all another example. Dude was supposed to come on the podcast earlier this, um, about, about a couple months ago. No, actually about a month ago, right? He was an artist out of uh, out of Grand Rapids, right? And um, he was supposed to come on the podcast, and literally he hit me back. He hit me. Like, we confirmed everything, set it up, everything. I got the show ready and everything. Ready to interview my man and everything. Do you know what this man said to me? <laughs> and I meant to tell y'all this. Right? Because I have I have to process this shit. Because the shit that y'all could understand behind the scenes that goes on here is just ridiculous. This nigga sat here and said, bro, can we push? Can we push it? He hit me last minute. And when I mean last minute, I'm talking about an hour before I do my show. Right? I told him the time. He hit me an hour before that time and said, hey. I forgot about my son's soccer game. And I sat there and said, hold up. You forgot about your son's soccer game? How? How? And I know a lot of y'all are like, what time? A lot of people forget. Not when you on fucking Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, having weed and fucking cry like bottles and shit you going here 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 but you forget your son's quote-unquote soccer bruh i am so (laughs) i am so over people's bullshit like seriously this is why i don't this is is, ultimately this is low-key why i do the podcast by myself because there is (laughs) right like, I'm actively looking for a co-host, but at the same time, I will not have somebody, even my fucking friends, and I love them to death, I will not have somebody on my show who is not here consistently, who is not communica- uh, communicating consistently. I will not have it. I take my shit seriously, just like a clothing designer, just like a blogger, just like a radio host, just like a doctor, a lawyer, a teacher, a professor, a fucking faculty member out of college or university. Anybody that does what they love to do takes it seriously. So why the like I take I promote I free promote 
You understand what I'm saying? Because I see people taking their shit seriously. I don't see, well, I'm not going to say I don't see the same love, right? I'm going to say that. But it's very, very fake. You understand what I'm saying? And in that moment at homecoming, in that conversation, it made me realize it's still in my head. Like, I have to keep it in the back of my mind. Like, yeah, so it's still a lot of y'all that are fake and phony in my face. You understand what I'm saying? That right there was so fake and like I felt fake and phony come from that conversation. Even when you was drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, and people and, and, and the thing about it is people don't apologize. Right? People don't sit here and care about your crap. They don't care about you content creating and everything like that. They care about them. They care about going to get turned up and everything like that. Cool. Hey, do you whatever floats your boat? Just don't float your boat back over here because the fucking uh what is that? The little water gate is closed. Don't float your fucking boat back over here. Because I don't want you over here in this table. Go create your own table. I'll support, I'll, I'll love you from a distance, but go create your, uh, your own fucking table because I'm good on you. I'm, I'm so straight. You understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, maybe I'm overzealous for burning bridges. Yeah, maybe I'm overzealous for sitting here saying all this shit, but I don't sit here and do this for the faint of fucking heart. And like I said before, if I cover all my fucking bases, oh, I'm going to talk my shit. I'm going to talk my shit. Whether your ass like it or not, you can talk all the shit to the, to the people in the back all you want to. You understand what I'm saying? Like, people really prey on your downfall. I say this all the time. But like I said, that reminded me, like, people really see you and pray on your downfall. People really want to see you fail. And it's probably not even that. Just people really want to see you fail. People just really don't fucking care for you. And it's not even what you just got going on. It's just you, period. You understand what I'm saying? Like, at homecoming, I saw some good, I saw some real-ass motherfuckers that I really, really fucked with. You understand what I'm saying? That I miss. You know, like they grown and that. Like they grown, living their own lives, married. <laughs> Saying like, that is what th- those people are what I grew up with. Like they had an old vibe to themselves. And I'm an old vibe type of nigga. I don't want to be out. I don't need to be out. I don't have to be out. And I will tell your ass no. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's me. And the fact of the matter is, it was so many good vibes over there. But that particular conversation and a couple more that I've had over the past couple months that I've just been, like, just sitting on, I had to let this out. (laughs) I had to. I had to. Because that one, I think for me, was the strongest. And and y'all know, I I literally sit here and tell y'all everything. So me holding this in, I apologize. Because I shouldn't be holding that in. But at the same time, I just be letting shit go because I know, I know, you know, everything is going to work out. Everything's going to get, get better. Like, sometimes the negative comments do get to me or the, 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 the negative face-to-face comments or uh, interactions get to me sometimes. It's, it's natural. For me, it's natural. Like, yeah, as a positive person who's always talking positivity, like it gets to me when negativity hits my face. And when people are faking fucking positivity, 
Like I I, I can't I cannot make this up. <laughs> I wish I could, but I can't. When you're fucking faking positivity, I can't sit here and fuck with you. I can't. And I'm like, people say, you you always, man, you, damn. You going it? Yes, I am. If I'm talking about you in any part of my podcast, any episodes that I have, sorry, not sorry. Check yourself then. Like, people, people, (laughs) here's the thing, bro. Oh, shit. Thought that was my fault. (laughs) Here's the thing, bro. Like, I had to check myself sometimes, right? I had to check myself today. Like, I had to check myself in a sense where I had to be like, yo, you got to stop sitting here. First of all, like, I have to reaffirm myself. Like, I have to put positive affirmations in my head continuously. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm in an area, in a field, where negativity is is everything, and you think it's just on social media, but it's not. It's really in your face, right? And the more I continue to elevate, the more I continue to see people below me, right? Really happy but upset that I'm at the place. And here's the thing: I've always said this. I'm not popping for it. You know what I'm like I'm popping, but I'm not, I'm I'm on like a D list celebrity list, probably F list. You know what I'm saying? But I'm on the list, probably. You know what I'm saying? Like it's happened. I've 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 had the fame before. I felt I felt the local fame before. It's like it happened. So for me, it's like I don't care about all of that. I can care less about all of that. That was all good, wealthy, and fine. Like I can I can easy breezy beautiful cover girl. Like I don't give a fuck. But what gets what I had to check myself over was literally just like, bro, stop worrying about like the numbers. Stop worrying about like the analytics of shit like that. Like shit is gonna happen. You know, like I worry about numbers too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get me wrong, I love sitting here, you know, putting out my um putting out my like, you know, fifteen thousand, sixteen thousand, seventeen thousand, all of that stuff. But for me, I check the analytics too much. And I'm like, Lord. Give me the discipline not to check my analytics so fucking much. You understand what I'm saying? Because I'm worried that that also tells me that I'm worried about who's listening. Right? That also tells me I'm worried about who the fuck is listening to my podcast. And I've already said I don't have a target market. So why the fuck am I worried about it? Right? I have to reaffirm that shit in my head. Because so many people have told me, like, where's your target market? Who's your target market? Like, people don't want to work with me because I don't have a target market. And I say to them, I don't care. I don't care. I don't have one. I never did, and I won't. Period. I said, niggas listening to me in Barcelona. Like, we, about, I'm about to put out, on Friday, I'm going to put out our uh, October stats. Barcelona, Spain is the first motherfucker. Will be like literally Barcelona, Spain for the month of October was the number one city listening to us. Do you really think like for, and I had to think in my head to like, damn, why? Why do I really care? You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I really like like the United States is cool and whatnot? <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting listened to across the world. 
Why do I care about what the fuck you got to say about me? <laughs> Literally. I just sit at my desk and be like, nigga, why are you caring about this shit? You can listen to them. It's niggas across the seas that fuck with you. That love you. Why are you worried about these niggas that don't want to fuck with you, but want to fuck with you at the same time? Nah, man, I just had to get that off my chest. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, at the end of the day, if you want to work with me, you know how to get you. You know I'm open like a can of paint. Like, I don't mind you working with me. And I don't give you a lot of motherfucking rules to go by. All I ask is that you just communicate with a nigga. That's it. Hit a nigga with an email. Something. You know what I'm saying? But it's niggas that can't even sit here and send you a text. That shit crazy. Let alone a fucking email. I don't even know how y'all know how to say Y'all can't even send a text back saying y'all ain't coming. Let alone a fucking email. So when I tell niggas to email, I see why I don't get a lot of inquiries. Because y'all don't even know how to fucking text back. And tell a nigga that you ain't coming. Or y'all sit here and wait till the last minute. Or what really happens, let me dive, let me dive deep into it, is that y'all really don't want to come. Or that y'all got fucked up the day before. You understand what I'm saying? And now that you made a commitment, you don't want to come. So now let me make up this little story and shit like that. Yeah, that's that's what I feel goes on in the mind. Because I... I've done it back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So I already know. Right? So, like, if I want that same treatment, I have to do that with people. So now, like, literally, I'm making sure, like, listen, you want me to come? I'm there. You want me to come? I'm there. Even if I don't want to be there, I'm there. Because at the end of the day, something might happen miraculous. Right? Something might happen miraculous. And at the end of the day, Honestly, I don't give a fuck about what people have to say. You know what I'm saying? What people think, what people say. These are just these are just the feelings that come out of my mouth. These are just what I'm saying right now. This is my feelings, right? Because sometimes it does affect me, but then I have those reaffirmations. I have to reaffirm myself all the time. Nigga, you the shit. You popping out here. Whether they want to believe it or not. Whether you believe it or not. You know what I'm saying? Telling myself that. I told y'all on Monday show, I'm always here for you being about you and then being about others. So I'm always checking myself and then checking my friend. I'm always check, period. I'm I'm the buzzkill. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not about to sit here and sugarcoat that shit with you. I'm about to tell you what it is. If you don't like it, oh fucking well. That's, oh well. Period. Either cut me the fuck off, unsubscribe, and leave me alone. But when I get to a place where you think I can help you, don't email me. Listen, let's get into the show for real. You understand what I'm saying? I just had to get that off my chest, people. Right? So um, I need. I wanted to talk about this again, but I forgot. Uh, Jesus is King, man, is out now. Uh, all streaming platforms, all stores, Kanye's new album. Um a lot of people have been going. It's been a lot of mixed reviews online, uh, blogs, and 
um, newspapers, well, magazines, news magazines. This fucking train, dude. Seriously? Like, let me pause on that real quick. Let me tell y'all. This motherfucking train outside my damn window keeps coming, like, keeps moving forward and then moving the fuck back. Like, what you gonna do, train? Fuck you gonna do, goddammit. It's raining outside and shit. It's cold as hell in Grand Rapids. Do you hear me? Cold as a motherfucker and it snowed today. I told I told y'all it was gonna snow before or on before or on Halloween. I told y'all and I synced it today. I'm over it. I'm over it. I will say for real, for real, no cap. This winter will determine if I stay in Michigan or not. I ain't even gonna hold you. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna hold you. This winter will definitely determine if I stay in Michigan or not. Because I can't. This is not it for me. I just no sir. But getting back to Jesus King. Uh, Kanye's new album. Um, I've listened to it all. It's a pretty solid album. Dope Christian album. Uh, Christian hip-hop album. Um, I just... Uh, I like the album. There's uh, some songs that I fuck with. Are, um, here goes his, his list. Um, of course, Every Hour. Uh, Follow God. Closed on Sundays on God. Um, I like Water. God is... Um, hands on. Um, uh, those those are probably my favorites. Um, the whole album in itself was a, a dope ass album. Um, and and I think uh, one of my one of my good good brothers. Uh, uh, um, Lord Jesus, I'm trying to think of his name. Uh, Evan, <laughs> uh, my good friend Evan. Shout out to you, bro. Um, sat here and was like. And he he made a good point. He was like, you know, Kanye did in one album what a lot of gospel artists do in two albums or in two years. You know what I'm saying? He did in one album sitting what most gospel artists want to do do in two years. And that was true because this album, if this and 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 take it or leave it, if this was a Christian or gospel singer, right? And Kirk Franklin really broke it down for me. Christian is white, gospel is black. You know what I'm saying? Because he's boycotting the Dove Awards. And um, if this was a gospel album, right? Christian hip hop or gospel album or gospel, or I'm sorry, a gospel hip hop or a gospel artist or Christian artist, I don't think I don't think there will be this much backlash, honestly. But it is Kanye. He's done some shit. He's still doing some shit, right? And um, it's hard for me personally, and I think for others to sit here and really, I respect where he is in his life, right? I really believe that he's finding a higher power. I don't know, I, I, and I think God is that higher power for him. So, you know, he, he's, he's Christian and everything. So if that's him, cool beans. However... Um, you still supporting the man Trump? Yikes! Uh, <laughs> I just you know it's 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 still some stuff that just you know just it, it just don't sit well with me. But at the same time, hey, as a um as a spiritual believer, uh, I just believe like you know, hey, you just gotta love people from a distance or love them up close, but just love them. 
uh, and show empathy. And um, I have empathy for all, sympathy for few. And um, I, I have empathy for Kanye. Uh, when it came to the Donald Trump and the, the, the 400 slave shit, I didn't have sympathy for him. No, I didn't. Um, but in this moment, I see him changing. And I see him changing for himself and not for anybody else. And like I tell y'all all the time, I'm reiterating, once you do for you, everybody gonna come for you. And when he's doing for him, honestly, and you can't be mad at that. Like, yeah, it's some shit that you probably don't agree with. You know what I'm saying? It's some shit that you probably don't fuck with. But who are you to judge? You're not God. You're not the almighty. You're, you're not him. So, I mean, if this is his way of telling his testimony, which it was, if you re- if you read the Apple thing, uh, the Apple description, it was it was his testimony. And um, this isn't the first time, you know, Kanye has, you know, uh, bridged gospel music and and hip hop together. You know what I'm saying? But I think this album is a little bit different. Um, it kind of reminded me of the life of Pablo just without cussing in a way, um, like, hands-on gave me the vibe of Father Stretch My Hands, you know what I'm saying, so, um, shout-out to Kanye, man, this, like I said, this was a great album, I can't lie, you know, this is a good album, I think, um, and a lot of, um, my, um, Christian friends, uh, and associates really, really banged with the album, so I was just like, okay, this this is this is a solid album and I and I like it. I really really like it. I'll be banging some songs for real for real. Uh, let's talk about Popeyes. Uh, Popeyes is coming back with a chicken sandwich on Sunday, November the third, I believe, um, because Friday is November first. Um, and I just want to know: Do we have to bring our own bun and bread, or or and or bread to make the sandwich? You know what I'm saying? Because I remember that whole little—I don't know if it was a bullshit story, but I know they—I believe they put it out um, and said that you have to bring your own bun and shit. Now, I just want to make sure that if y'all do do this bullshit, that I don't have to bring my own bun because I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't. I don't. First of all, I don't have no bread right now. I don't really eat bread like that, and. Um, I just need to know if we need to bring some bonds. Uh, that's it. Um, that's all I wanted. Now, I don't know how. I, I don't think. Honestly, I don't think uh, Popeyes are going to get the same type of. They're going to get the same type of traction that they got the first time because. That was that was just insane. Right. Like that. That. Frenzy was insane. People got killed over this damn sandwich. People quit their jobs over this sandwich the first time. And I believe that this won't happen again because Popeye's, I hope, right? Because it's ran by a black woman. I hope understands that you got to put some people, some more chickens in that motherfucker. Okay. Some more buns, some more sauce, stop playing, manufacture. Like, y'all gonna have to pay some money. Cause y'all gonna get some money, but y'all gonna have to pay some money to keep that this train, goddamn. Good lord. Now this train is moving, y'all. 
but um yeah Popeyes it, just it, uh. And then they open, and of course the pettiness of it all, right? You know they had to be petty, so they're coming back on Sunday, and as you know, Chick Fil A doesn't is closed on Sundays, right? So they're they're closed on Sunday, so you know now they're coming back on Sunday, so now you can go and get your chicken sandwich, you know, have fun with that. I'll try it. Hopefully, it doesn't get sold out in in the day or so. You know, you I I, I just don't believe it's going to get the traction that it that it's going to get. Uh, that it first had, but it might. Hey, you never know. Um, rest in peace to John Witherspoon, man. This one, this one hit a little, a little hard this morning. Uh, I woke up this morning. Of course, I prayed. I got my prayer on, and um, this one hit a little hard because I grew up. I grew up watching three, three, three father figures for real. You know what I'm saying? Especially after my dad passed at the age of twelve, I grew up watching three father figures. Curtis Payne from House of Payne, Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince, and uh, Pops from uh, the Wayans Brothers, and him from Friday. You understand what I'm saying? I watch Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. Those are like three of my favorite movies of all time. And um, he was like, all three of them was like Pops to me in, a, in a, each way, like, like Uncle Phil was like the the stern dad, you know what I'm saying? Like the the kind, I don't want to say like the Hollywood dad, but the dad to like sit here and make sure like okay we in Hollywood, but you're not about to act like these motherfucking Hollywood kids. Even though his kids act real Hollywood, like the way he was with Will, you know what I'm saying? His relationship with just Will was just like very just stern and just really in his life and everything like that. Uh, Curtis Payne literally like the same. To me, like an Atlanta Uncle Phil, you know what I'm saying? Just real Southern, real down home, real just stern and firm in his, uh, you know, firm in his his strides, but just loving on his family and making sure that they, he shows them love. Like all, even Pops, like Pops was like that country ass dad. (laughs) He was just like, don't make me take my belt off up in here. You know what I'm saying? Like he, all of them show love. You know, they all show their, their their sons love, right? Sons, nephews. They show the men, the young men love. And that's what really encapped me about Pops. Pops was funny. He was he was stern. He was ah oh man, he was he was just everything. You know what I'm saying? And he had his wife. You never met you never met you never met Pop's wife. Never in the Williams brothers. Ever. But it was it it, it, it definitely hit hard today, um, just just knowing that he's not alive. And I and, and I remember watching the Vlad interview, Vlad TV. If y'all don't know, um, I remember watching a Vlad a Vlad interview, and he was on it last year. And I don't want to say that was the last interview that he did, but that's the last interview that I saw with him in it. And it was just like, damn. And I know the Breakfast Club just uh, reposted their interview from 2015 with. Um, John, uh, with John Witherspoon, and um, man, just just sending love and uh, prayers to his family, uh, and his close friends and everybody, because this this is this is a blow for the. I think that, no, I don't even think I I know that this is a blow for the black community. Like this is this is a blow because he 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 raised a generation, couple of us. You know what I'm saying? Like he he raised a, a lot of us. You know and. Um, Fortunately, I was one of those to be raised by him, you know, just in a TV sense. So it's just, you know, um, 
Rest in rest in power, King. Rest in rest in power, OG. Thank you, thank you for leaving. Thank you for leaving us the bang, bang, bang. And you gotta coordinate. You gotta coordinate. You understand what I'm saying? You gotta coordinate. Um, let's speaking of the Breakfast Club, let's talk about it. Um, so y'all notice this this crazy. There's been a beef going on between Charlemagne the God and Angela Yee. Now I don't want to. I don't want to make it sound like that, but um. There are some problems stemming in the Breakfast Club. Um, here's the thing. I've been watching the Breakfast Club for about consistently for about like two, three years, right? And I watched them on Revolt. Ever since I've been watching them on Revolt now, um, especially after this Gucci interview, I wanted to see how the interactions was you know y'all know i'm like i love to see you know how your body language and how your mannerisms are you know what i'm saying because you can say one thing but you actually speak louder like that's the thing for me you talk because i know i know me right people always tell me ty your facial expressions speak louder than your fucking words and i'll be like bro i didn't even say nothing they be like bro your face said it all and i'm like i know <laughs> I know the body language, the facial expressions, you know what I'm saying? Like actions speak so much louder than words. You understand what I'm saying? So over the past two weeks, I've literally been watching the Revolt um, Revolt TV and seeing the full shows of The Breakfast Club and just seeing how... Um, you know, the interactions are between Charlemagne and Angela. Like I told y'all, I did my, you know, shade room digging for the first time and saw that they didn't, you know, uh, uh, follow each other and shit like that, you know, which I believe, whatever, I guess it's petty, but hey, continue, I guess. But um, yeah, she went on the Quicksilver show, uh, DJ Quicksilver, she went on the Quicksilver show in DC and uh, she talked about it. She said, basically, you know, um, I just personally wouldn't do that, you know, you know, to a friend, you know, and like I said on the show, like Gucci didn't have to sit here and call her out of her name, you know, um, but uh, that's how he felt. Now, I'm not knocking his feelings, but you as I don't think for me personally, I would have sat here and, and allowed Gucci to disrespect my coworker, whether he whether he's in the wrong or not, you know what I'm saying? That's just what it is, right? And he did give off like a nervous laugh in that interview, but even still, I would have stopped and been like, okay, Gooch, I love you. I got love and respect for you, but I also got love and respect for you. So let's just keep it like, you know what I'm saying? Let's just keep it respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I know, like we know, but like, like let's just keep it respect. But I can't be mad at him because like I said on Monday, the interview, the whole interview, just like it just it it was just very yes, yes, it was very flirtatious. And even at the end of the interview, the clip, it was just like it was just very flirtatious. Lip service is very flirtatious. That's just what it is. And I said like Gucci should never have said like she was on my dick because she probably she probably wasn't like that. You know what I'm saying? You know niggas love this man. She was on my dick and shit like that. Like okay. Chill. <laughs> Relax. Like, whoa. <laughs> but even still, I don't believe 
that Angeli and uh, what's his face uh, DJ Envy should have spent twenty minutes on um, Breakfast Club Court talking about it. There you go, right? Um, so I can see how both of them feel away, and I think both of them just need to have a grown up ass conversation. That's just what it is. Like, stop the bullshit and just have a grown up conversation. Now, the thing with Charlemagne and and Ye and Envy, the whole breakfast club, they need to have a conversation as well. Um, because I don't know if Charlemagne sees his wrong. And he's kind of wrong. Right? Now, you, you can say he's not wrong, but it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Because now the energy in the in the room, you can to me, you can see the energy in the room. And it just does not look or feel like if you go back in past interviews, y'all be like, they be like, what's going on? You what's going on, Charlemagne? Charlemagne be like, what's going on? You what's going on? Like it's happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of course. It's it's, it's always gonna be like a little bit of tension. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's always like good vibes of happiness. You can tell. That ye is just keeping it strictly professional, no more friendship. And that's what it is. And 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 I see it. It's just like, whoa. So I just hope Charlemagne knows that you were kind of wrong and that you in, in that moment, that's your co-worker. And honestly, now we it, it just it just it, it it looks like we see now how you feel about your co-worker, right? Even if you don't have to say nothing. I told you, actually speak loud in words. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? Like, and, and, and for people out there, a lot of people will sit here and tell you your words speak better than your actions. That's a bold face lie. The bold face lie. I'm going to tell you to your face and on the mic, it's a bold face lie. Somebody can tell you they're going to do something and they actions. <laughs> Come on now. Stop playing with me. So literally, I just hope they have this conversation and that it just. I think they all. I was watching Daytime Tea Time with Candace. Um, shout out to her. And literally, I just believe like they're in the same. I, I, I believe like they're, they're going to be okay if the Breakfast Club just decides to just like boom, just goes away. But it's not because the Breakfast Club is the top rated radio show in the country. Like whether you like it or not, you still listen. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, we'll. we'll We'll see what the Breakfast Club is holding. Um, and finally, I want, well, two more things. I want to explain on, on Monday's episode because Monday's episode has been getting a lot of traction. Um, here's the thing. When I met, when I, I said what I said. Good dick does not always equal good men. And you have to understand that toxic, you, you cannot, you cannot continue to, to give your, kingdom away to toxic shit a lot of you stay in these relationships because of good dick with a toxic man or woman right you getting you getting some good dick or good pussy but you stand with a toxic woman and a toxic man because you want to what settle because the dick is that good the pussy that good you don't want to leave i don't know maybe it's just me i gotta go i gotta get the fuck on you understand what i'm saying like once you show me you that's it that's it. That's it. And I vibe more with vibes and emotion. Anyway, sex does not like your sex is a bonus for me. That's a bonus. Sex is a bonus. I don't care about that. Like, that's a bonus for me. Like, let me say that now. So all the women can understand. Sex, I don't care about your, your vagina can be wetter than Niagara Falls. 
literally, it is a bonus for me. It is a bonus. I don't care about all that bullshit. You see what I'm saying? And there's a lot of y'all that think because you have good pussy, good dick, that you can sit here and just control people. That's not what it is. You No. Stop. Like, stop thinking that you have it like that. Because karma is a bitch. Karma will come back and get your ass STD. Hmm. That's why y'all, some of y'all be in the fuck. But you know what? That's not my business. Here, listen. I just want, first of all, particularly, like I said on Monday, I want my black women to understand that they're worthy. You understand what I'm saying? That you don't need to stay with a toxic man just because he has good penis. Good penis does not make a home. Good penis, good dick does not sit here and keep you warm at night. Good dick does not sit here and will not sit here and keep you married. Right? But, hey, I don't know how relationships go nowadays. You know what I'm saying? People marry for security. People or people get together for security and people get together for love. I don't know. But I just know for me, I just want women to understand like you're worthy and you don't need to be in and stay in a relationship. A toxic one just because of the good dick. And if you choose to stay, you need to not complain about it because that is your choice. You are grown. You understand what I'm saying? And I know that is hard for a lot of you to hear because I know a lot of you are going to say, well, Todd, no, what Devontae, no, no, he just, he just my lip. Stop. Stop. He continues to manipulate. He continues to, and you continue to choose to stay. I hear so many, I sit, I hear so many young women and women, period, just sit here and be like, man, I don't want to stay with him. I want to stay with him. It's, it's, it's not working out. Okay. Leave. That's easier said than done. I always wanted to know how. And then I watch, you know, Red Table Talk and I get it, right? And I, you know, I watch little, you know, episodes of the Red Table Talk and, you know, you know, to continue to understand the, 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 not just Red Table Talk, but shows like that, right? And, you know, just trying to understand, like, why do y'all stay in me, right? And there are some men, like I said, who use the dick as a manipulator and can manipulate the fuck out of people. You understand what I'm saying? But there has to come a time where you're listening to the people around you because I know there are people around you saying you need to get the fuck up out of this. It's toxic for you. And then you'll be like, oh yeah, I'm about to go. And then two days later, do I need to go? You understand what I'm saying? So that is why I'm saying what I'm saying because I've seen it I've heard about it. People have told me, stop it. You're making the choice when it, when, when it's literally when God is giving you all the signs to leave and you continue not to, it's going to get worse. It's literally going to get worse. Period. Good dick does not equal good man all the time. Understand that. And that's period. Um, what else do we need to talk about? Um, and the last thing we got on the docket is I need y'all to not eat everybody's food. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just seen that video with the cat grating his hair on the grater. And the grater was in the coleslaw. And I guess the coleslaw was maybe for 
some type of dinner that was going to be big. I don't know if it was going to be a potluck dinner party. I don't care. Uh, uh, or an office party. Here is the thing, people. Mm-mm. First of all, to the person that recorded that shit, you're disgusting. I know how your house is already. You're nasty as fuck. Your cat must do that shit in all your food. I will never. And I'm sorry, like, to anybody that got cats, cool. But for me, I just can't eat your food. I I love you. You understand what I'm saying? But uh-uh. Because if a cat can do that, no, sir. No, sir. I don't care how, listen, I don't care how trained the cat is. Period. let's go out to eat (laughs) no because seeing that shit i'm like how many houses do that shit how many how many cats do that shit just be sitting there peeing in the motherfucking food and you don't know right just peeing in the food and and some of y'all and some of y'all probably do know that your cats and your dogs get all the hair in the food and y'all still bring it out that's just disgusting. You are just nasty. To the Nick, like I said, to the person who recorded that, you're disgusting. I know how you live your house. Okay, because that if you seen that cat, that cat graded, he was scratching and all that hair just was flaking on down. And so you can see it in the motherfucking clothesline. That shit was disgusting. And I was just like, yo, if I no. Nah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, so um, just make sure y'all not eating everybody food because everybody food ain't good. All right. Just 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 make sure just make sure of that. OK, listen, we're about to get out of here. Uh, happy Halloween t- to everybody. Um, hopefully uh, y'all have some good costumes. I was going to do like a little costume challenge, but we'll wait till next year. Absolutely. Um, yeah, just happy Halloween. Make sure y'all follow us on all streaming platforms and everything. Google Google Podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Podbeam, TuneIn, Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to me on my website, www.tyrosix.com. Um, What else? You can listen to me everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Check me out on Also, Ra- on also Radio Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Um, and yeah. Make sure y'all just have a good week. Continue to press forward. You understand what I'm saying? Listen, we are about to hit. We are about to get into November, people. November. I hope that your goals are being met. I hope that blessings come upon you. I hope that you, if you are stuck right now, I hope that you become unstuck. I pray that you become unstuck. But you got to work at it. Faith without work is dead, man. Come on now. In order to keep you back, come on now. What, what, what was my quote I always said? Like life is like riding a bicycle. In order to keep you balanced, you gotta keep moving forward. You gotta keep moving forward, even when niggas knock you down. Listen, you know how I many people I don't love. I ain't even gotta get into it. I got into it twenty minutes, like thirty minutes ago. Just know, you gotta keep moving forward. It's like a bike. You can't move backwards on a bike. So you better, you better just be pedaling. Don't matter about your speed. It don't matter about let let people listen. Favor is unfair. You understand what I'm saying? I seen that on a post. Shout out to uh, Bray. Literally, favor is unfair. But if it comes to you, embrace it, and take it, and run with it. Be patient for yours. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's coming. So relax. Be humble. Be patient. And just live. 
All right. Just keep moving forward. I love y'all. I will see y'all on Monday and uh, y'all be good. All right. I love y'all. Peace.